With the women's Big Ten basketball tournament over, it's time to turn our attention to the men's Big Ten basketball tournament. We'll recap Mike Woodson's weekly radio show uh, before looking at some bracketology and taking a very early look at the Big Ten tournament bracket, the favorites, and IU's chances. Uh, a lot to cover in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, March 8th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics, uh, whether it's news, uh, analysis, previews, recaps, Everything you guys could possibly want, we have you covered. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms, in case you guys did not know, uh, including YouTube, where we premiere our episodes at 7 a.m. every morning. You guys can go take a listen over there. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here, and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. We're going to talk a lot of men's basketball today. We've talked a lot of women's basketball over the last week or so. Now that they are finished up with their conference tournament and have about a week off, uh, plenty of men's basketball to talk about. Start off by recapping Mike Woodson's radio show. We will talk a little women's basketball with some bracketology updates, see where they fall in the seating. Uh, also look at some men's bracketology updates, see how close IU is to being back in the tournament, and then take an early look at that Big Ten tournament. We have some bet online odds for that one. As always, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers and on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Mike Woodson's final radio show of the year uh, was on Monday. Shout out to Inside the Hall, as always, for the uh, notes and kind of summary of everything that was said. Uh, Woodson started off, or one of the first uh, really interesting points, I should say, that I thought he made was just talking about um, how hard the team is playing, but kind of how frustrating it is for them to keep losing in the manner that they do. Honestly, it's been really surprising to me that the team has continued to play as hard as it has while still repeatedly losing close games. Um, it's It takes a toll mentally on you, and it's easy to sit here and say, yeah, just play that hard every game and you'll be competitive. And you can say that, but when you play that hard – and keep losing and keep keep falling short. Um, it's hard to keep getting yourself up again when all you've really known in the last month or so for the Hoosiers is that you're going to lose even if you get up that that high and play that hard. So I think it's a testament to what Mike Woodson has done and the buy-in he has that these guys are continuing to play this hard night in and night out. Uh, he said, quote, I want to win and our players want to win in the worst way. 
I think one of the other reasons this team uh, is able to continue to play this hard is they all really do like each other, and that's something he said. Uh, losing games like we've lost, you'd think the team would quit, but that's not the case. Attributes that to um, being a close-knit group. Had an interesting quote on Parker Stewart, who got that final shot in the Rutgers game. Quote, all I can tell my players is, hey, if I put you in that position again, I feel good that you can make it. That's as empowering as it gets. If he's drawing up a play for you, that means he thinks you can make it. He's done it for fantasy. He's done it for uh, Parker Stewart there. He's done it for a lot of guys throughout the year. Think back to that Syracuse game. Uh, Miller Cop was the one who had a play drawn up for him. Obviously, Trace has a lot of plays drawn up. Um, so a lot of guys he's had that trust in. So it's really empowering, and I really, really like that mindset. Uh, it really... When you, when you see a play is drawn up for you, uh, it, it really gives you a sense of confidence going into that play. Said the goal is getting uh, the team to the NCAA tournament because it's it's been forever since they've been there. Uh, quote, Indiana is a team where we expect big things, and I get it, man. All we can do as a coaching staff and team is make them feel good about what they're doing. Nothing really more to add to that. He talk later about how he's not even thinking about the NIT. He shouldn't be. The Hoosiers are still close in the NCAA tournament. Even if it felt like that Rutgers loss was as deflating as it could be, which it was, if you look at where Rutgers is and where IU is, Rutgers also had a pretty good run to end the regular season. But you compare the the spots of the two teams, and Rutgers is pretty safely in right now, and Indiana's on the outside looking in. So that one should feel deflating. Uh, Woodson said there's some growing pains with Xavier Johnson, or there were at the beginning of the season. Uh, now, though, he's playing at an all-time high. He has his team in position to win games. Uh, quote, it's been a major plus to see him get better for us right in front of us, which is true. And I have said it, and I know others have. We've expected this kind of wave of good and bad with Xavier Johnson because that's what we've gotten for most of the season. And maybe eventually he struggles again, and it's that wave. But right now he is—it's it, a—it's going up. It's there's no wave to this. It's just been continuing to go up over the last four, five, six games, and he's been enormous. He's been the reason Indiana's been in any of these games on just about any given night. So huge, huge from him at a huge time. Uh, last thing of note is a kind of an injury update on Trey Galloway. Uh, he said Woodson is or Woodson said that Galloway may be back. He doesn't really know, but uh, he's still doing very little. Talked about the amount of games that the team has played without him or Rob Finnessy. Um, quote, I haven't been able to see them a lot with this team. That's kind of frustrating from a coaching standpoint. Maybe not something we've talked about enough is how important those two are and the fact that the Hoosiers haven't had them. Galloway is the best perimeter defender this team has uh, by a wide margin. Parker Stewart has had moments and he's defended well at times, but I think by a pretty wide margin, Trey Galloway is the best perimeter defender on this team. And it, that alone really, really hurts. You see the energy he brings as well. Just a, a smart player, and the same with Rob Vinnessy, a veteran smart player that uh, has been around college basketball in the Big Ten for a while, 
Um, the fact that both of them went out almost simultaneously really hurt the Hoosiers ball handling depth. Uh, that has been a huge negative as well. So um, when you look back on this season and if the Hoosiers don't make the tournament, if you're going to point at certain reasons why, I don't know the injuries would be one of the first things you point at, but it should be uh, high on that list because this has been a team that has suffered some really important um, injuries that have really held them back. So frustrating to think about. Hopefully Trey Galloway will be back this week. Hopefully the Hoosiers make a long enough run in the Big Ten tournament that they are able or that he is able to return. We'll see about that. I'm hopeful, uh, but I'll, it's one of those things you're going to have to do it for me to believe it first because that Big Ten tournament is cursed. But maybe the women broke that curse last week and the men can have their own kind of uh, season changing run. We're going to talk about where the women team, women's team stands now in bracketology as well as looking at some updates for the men's team uh, and see they're actually a lot closer on the bubble than I thought they would be. So we'll see uh, how close exactly they are in some of the latest bracketologies. Man, I do love March Madness and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA single game pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers in the, or that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, you, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. -head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players that you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be, guys. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use that promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure you check out uh, the local or the Locked on Bracket Breakdown that will be on March 14th right here on the Locked on Hoosiers podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you an in-depth breakdown on every single matchup. Uh, we'll start on the women's side, take a look at some bracketology over there because it is much better news than the men's team. Uh, Charlie Cream over at ESPN, the one of the very few handful of reliable women's college basketball bracketologists who we've used all season, has Indiana as a four seed, but pretty safely a four seed and honestly one of the top four seeds. It's hard to figure out that he doesn't really include an S-curve or... Um, 
any kind of power ratings, but judging off kind of what we know that South Carolina is going to be the number one team where the rankings kind of fall. IU is probably the second best four seed, which gives them a small chance that they move up to a three seed. Um, but in Charlie Cream's bracketology, uh, it is IU is the four seed. Uh, they would take on Toledo. Oregon would be the five seed. Set up a potentially kind of fun matchup if uh, Oregon were to be upset by IUPUI. What about an IU-IUPUI game in Bloomington? Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. But IU is in NC State's bracket. As a four seed, that would be who they would play in the Sweet 16. And how about that for a rematch? IU versus NC State, the team that they knocked off last year to make the Elite Eight, uh, a team that got their revenge a bit at the regular season, but you don't think that they'd be thinking about that revenge if we they met again in the exact same spot in the tournament. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. I think the Hoosiers could handle NC State. They played well against them during the regular season, so uh, that'd be a lot of fun to see. Um, just looking around the Big Ten, Michigan and Iowa get three seeds. Um, Iowa is in the separate... Uh, a separate bracket with Louisville, um, Michigan as a three seed in Stanford's bracket. And then Ohio State, or excuse me, Maryland is a four seed. Uh, after one and done in the Big Ten tournament, they stay as a four seed in South Carolina's bracket. Have fun with that one, Terrapins. If if Maryland advances out of their, uh, the first two rounds, they have South Carolina waiting them. Uh, Ohio State and Nebraska are both six seeds. Nebraska is in the same bracket as uh, Maryland, but on the other side of it, they would have to take on Texas as the three seed. Ohio State would be an IU's bracket, but again, on the other side of it, they would have to take on Tennessee as their three seed. So Big Ten well represented uh, with some top seeds. If you look at IU's resume, it got better during uh, kind of championship week or whatever you want to call the, the conference tournaments. For one, and probably, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw it, Kentucky won the SEC tournament, upset uh, South Carolina with a last-second shot. Uh, <laughs> so the Hoosiers have a win over the SEC champions. I don't think any of us expected to say that this year because I think everybody expected South Carolina to be the SEC champion. So... That helps out uh, Indiana's resume a ton. Miami, who the Hoosiers beat uh, in the Bahamas earlier this year, they made it all the way to the ACC championship game uh, and played their way up to a 10 seed. Um, so two games that maybe didn't have as much um, impact on the Hoosiers' resume. Two wins now look a whole lot better for Indiana. The biggest thing with Indiana's resume is there is no bad loss. Uh, every loss they have is to a tournament team, and their worst loss is to six-seed Nebraska on the road. Um, and that is their only loss to a six-seed. So, I mean, uh, you look, they've lost to Stanford and NC State. Both are one-seeds. They lost to Iowa three times, obviously. That's a three-seed. Michigan's a three seed. Nebraska's a six seed. They don't have bad losses. So uh, that is what is, 
I wouldn't say propping up Indiana's resume because they have good wins as well. Uh, but that is a huge boost in Indiana's resume, I should say, when you compare it uh, to other resumes. So um, big for them. We'll see their selection shows after the men's show next week. Let's look at this men's bracket because it's changing daily, though kind of right now early in the week um, is a time when a lot of these bracketologists kind of reset before the uh, conference tournament start. Joe Lenardi. IU is the first team out of the bracket right now. The 69th team that is very not nice right now. Um, the four teams that are on the bubble are Xavier, Wake Forest, Wyoming, SMU. Those are the four teams you're going to want to root against in this coming week. Xavier plays Butler, I believe, on Wednesday swallow your pride and root for Butler in that one because you need Xavier to lose. Uh, you really need IU to win because if they win, it's going to be really hard to keep them out against Michigan. Michigan is securely in uh, the tournament. And as I said earlier, Rutgers is as well. If you look at Delphi Bracketology, they said that they were going to kind of do a full redo of their bracket on Wednesday. Uh, they tweeted this out on Sunday, though. IU is the second team out of the tournament. Uh, VCU is the first. Similar uh, last four in, though. Xavier, SMU, Wake Forest, Notre Dame. Uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword because that's a win IU has over Notre Dame. It could help their bracket but or help their resume, but... You also need them to lose because it, a good her resume does no good if you're not in the tournament. So um, we will see, kind of depending on a couple different brackets, uh, Delphi has Michigan as the last four buys, as is Rutgers. So Michigan's not too far away from the bubble, uh, but still a game the Hoosiers, they win that one and you're going to feel a lot more comfortable. And I'm surprisingly, maybe I said yesterday that I thought the Michigan State Wisconsin route was a little bit better for the Hoosiers than the Michigan Illinois route. Just based off seeding, that isn't exactly true. Um, the Michigan uh, Illinois route, again, based purely on seeding, is the easier one. Uh, but maybe in terms of matchups, I like Michigan State Wisconsin better. It's a moot point because that's not who the Hoosiers are going to be facing. So it doesn't really matter at this point which one would have been better. But uh, that was a handful of bubble teams you're going to want to root against. Xavier, Wake Forest, Wyoming, SMU, Notre Dame. Root against all those teams in the coming weeks. Most importantly, root for the Hoosiers because that is what they're going to need more than anything. Let's take a look at this Big Ten tournament, get a, an idea of what the Hoosiers have in store for them uh, into this week and who some of the favorites are. March Madness is less than a week away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you going for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com, along with standard brackets. Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick'em. Uh, they have options to edit scoring, and they offer also offer 
more intel to make your picks. All that is stuff you're not going to find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and the easiest three-minute setup you're ever going to find. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because that is where we're running our brackets this year, and there is no truer test. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter promo code PUREMADNESS, all one word, at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you guys over there. We're going to mention here uh, some bet online future props here in just a minute. Football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. There is no better time to uh, bet than March Madness, the craziness of March Madness. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. Head to the website today and use your mobile device, or use your mobile device, I should say, to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Shout out to Victor Oladipo. uh, Made his return, finally, for the Heat on uh, Monday. Played 15 minutes, was 4 of 7 from the field, 11 points, 2 of 3 from 3, easing his way back into the rotation, but really, really good to see him back on the court. It's been a long time for him, a long, long road to recovery, and hopefully he is able to become a pretty big contributor on a Heat team that has some pretty big championship uh, uh, aspirations. Speaking of championship aspirations, let's look at this Big Ten tournament. Bet Online has the future odds for the Big Ten tournament. I don't know if this is surprising or not. Purdue is the favorite at plus 210. Um, maybe not who I would pick as the favorite, but then again, I'm not entirely sure who I'd pick as the favorite because the Big Ten has been such a mess this year, basically. So. Uh, Purdue is going to be able to score with just about anybody, but we saw firsthand on Saturday the level of defense they do or don't play. So maybe having a little bit of a hometown or home state edge will be able to help them. Uh, we we also saw this weekend that was not a neutral floor for the Hoosiers women's basketball team, Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Maybe that will apply to the Purdue men's team as well. But they are your favorites coming in. Illinois or Purdue is plus 210. Illinois is next at plus 350. Iowa at plus 400. Wisconsin at plus 450. Uh, Those four being your top four is not surprising. Michigan is plus 1200. Uh, That is a huge jump. Michigan State at plus 1400, uh, as well as Ohio State. The fourth seed in this Big Ten tournament is Rutgers, and yet they are plus 1,800. That screams good value bet, uh, but um, it's a weird Rutgers scheme that everybody, that again, the Hoosiers saw firsthand. 
Indiana, if you're feeling insane, is plus 2,500. Nebraska, also playing really well of late, plus 5,000. Uh, and then you're getting into huge, super long shots that you're th- probably throwing your money away on. Maryland, plus 6,600. Penn State and Northwestern, plus 10,000. Uh, Minnesota, plus 12,500. So little surprising on some of those odds there, but... The bracket is set. Hoosiers obviously play Michigan on Thursday. First game, Big Ten Network. (sighs) I'm uncertain. It's a a winnable game. Uh, Mike Woodson talked a little bit about it on his radio show. It was the only game this year he thought the Hoosiers just no-showed for, and he didn't even use the Purdue game as an excuse. A coach won't do that. I will do that. That Purdue game was an excuse. They had a emotional high as high as they're going to get this season two days later had to play Michigan and got run off the court a little bit in that one so maybe a sense of revenge the one of the other big storylines here is it's Juwan Howard's return um Michigan's played well even with him not on the sideline which not shocking a lot of times that kind of rallies teams to play better, but they beat Ohio State to end the regular season on the road. So big win for them to close out the regular season. But that's a winnable game for the Hoosiers. They win that one. They'll play the first game on Friday against Illinois. Uh, um, If there were two games that were the ugliest two games, uh, Big Ten Conference games of the season for Indiana, it was Michigan and Illinois. Uh, On one hand, you're going to get a chance to redeem yourselves On the other hand, those were two of the ugliest games this season for a reason. Uh, That second half of that Illinois game, you want to talk about getting run off the floor. That was getting run off the floor. And then that Michigan game was that just for the better part of 40 minutes. So not great, but if you're going to make the the NCAA tournament, I mean, certainly Michigan is a team you you need to be beating. Um, And this is kind of what you get if you're Indiana for – uh, how poor of a finish uh, they had at on January 29th, they were 16 and five, seven and four in the big 10, and then went two and seven the rest of the way. So uh, one of my favorite sayings is play silly games, win silly prizes. If you go two and seven, you're playing silly games and your silly prize is Michigan and Illinois. Uh, and probably if they get by that, your top two seeds that you would face is either Rutgers or Iowa, which, If you beat the number one seed, Illinois, everybody seems easy after that. So I'm not even going to talk that far. I don't even want to talk past this Michigan game because um, this is a game you have to win. And we're going to preview the game more in full um, later this week. But just looking briefly ahead, Ken Palm has this as a close one. They have Michigan favored by two points, 46% win probability for the Hoosiers. Oh, I'm not I'm not thrilled with this, but again, the Hoosiers had uh, 20 games to get this figured out in Big Ten play, and this is what they get. So uh, we will see how this plays out. We will, uh, as I said, preview this matchup as the week goes by because this is this is kind of it. I it would be close if IU just went one and one and beat Michigan. It would be close. I think IU would probably have done enough to get into the tournament. Um, so first, they need to beat Michigan. They've they've lost some frustrating heartbreakers to Michigan in the Big Ten tournament before. So maybe they're going to be able to turn it around. 
I don't have a lot of hope, but we will see. We will review some of that stuff, uh, some previous Big Ten tournaments, and preview this game as well uh, later this week. But thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Uh, Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate all the love. Let's uh, let's try to shock some people this week if you're the Hoosiers and, and make a run in this tournament for once. Shock me and uh, make a run in this tournament. And as long as the Hoosiers are playing, we're going to be uh, putting out podcasts this season. So big thank you to all you guys for supporting us throughout the last week. It's been a really fun week uh, covering the women's team. Let's repeat that with the men's team this week. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Leave a rating and review. Helps us out a ton. Most importantly, though, guys, I want you all to have a magnificent Tuesday in LEO.